Hello, this is Greg. Happy Wednesday. I wanted to talk about a podcast, well, not a podcast, a TED Talk that I listened to yesterday. I had to drive, about take an hour drive yesterday, so I had some time to listen to some podcasts and TED Talks. And when I checked out the TED Talk, uh, what was the latest was a talk by Debbie Millman. It was titled, The Role of Design in Our Lives. It was, uh, it was a pretty good talk. I, it was mostly about the visual arts, and if anyone has ever gone to art school, a lot of it would probably be a refresher. Um, but she did talk about a lot about the history of symbols and brands, and I thought that was pretty fascinating. Um, but that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, what I want to talk about is came from Debbie Millman. She said that her uh, favorite graphic artist is Marion Banshees. So this morning I looked up Marion Banshees and she has her own TED Talk. And it's called Intricate Beauty by Design. Um, and in her TED Talk she describes of her transformative journey she was a successful graphic designer and um, she quit that job and created her own business as a graphic artist. Um, part of it was because she wanted to make art that was more personal to her. Um, she stated the more personal it was, the more successful she became. And that's really kind of what all uh, artists do is a lot of the work that artists do is personal. So that makes pretty good sense to me. Um, and she also says what she found was that the appeal of what she does may be connected to why she does it. Uh, again... I think that's a normal thing for any artist. Um, so it's something that I do. Uh, she mentioned also that it was less about the money. And I think that's something that a lot of artists kind of... Um, get attached to. Uh, I understand that if you're young and, you know, you have to make a, a good living, so you're focused on on the money and creating a business and uh, being able to survive and buy a home and all that stuff. That's, that's important. Um, I never really focused my art on money uh, mainly was because my mom who 
was a guidance counselor, and she wasn't my own guidance counselor in high school. She was, I was in, she had like freshmen and seniors, and when I got, well, anyways, uh, I had my own counselor, but at home, my mom was my counselor. So, don't really have much to say when your mom works at the school and she puts you in classes that she thinks you will be, will make you successful and be able to be independent and live on your own. And so I was geared more into the engineering field. And uh, I don't think she ever let me take an art class in high school. She said, uh, when you get to college, you can take as many art classes as you like. So all my art that I did in high school was all just hobby, hobby stuff and doodling and sketching and all that good stuff. Um, so I didn't really get serious about art until I went to college. So when I graduated, it was, uh, I did find good paying jobs that allowed me to become independent. Um, I was basically a draftsman or a CAD operator for most of my career and through the prison. And that allowed me to live a life and travel and I made enough where I could buy plenty of art supplies and make art on the weekends or in the weekdays whenever I had time. So for me, my my art was always personal and I did what I loved to do and I didn't really, you know, care whether, you know, I, I could make a business out of it. I mean, why why would you? I mean, it's... Uh, you're just doing what you love. So um, that's the big thing. But back to Marion. Uh, she asked, asked some questions that I started to ask myself. And in order to make her work personal, she asked whether it was worthwhile. Who was it for? What does it say? What does it do? Are there ethereal qualities? Does it evoke a sense of wonder or curiosity? And those are good questions to ask if you're wondering if you're at a plateau and you are trying to figure out you know, what you can do Differently, I feel like I might be at a plateau right now. Um, you know, I've spent most of my life uh, intentionally trying to get where I'm at right now. And here I am making art every day. What's the next step? So that's why this TED Talk really helped me. To get those questions and try to ask them of myself, um, I think about the question: Does it, does 
my work evoke a sense of wonder. And I think it does a little bit. And then I, if you dive deeper, you ask yourself, why is it only a little? Um, and my answer would be, maybe I'm just not going far enough. Um, maybe I'm being too cautious or too conservative. Can I go further? Can I take it further? Uh, for example, uh, when I first started making spoons, I thought, you know, I like wabi-sabi. That's that's kind of what has been driving me for a long time. Uh, so when you talk about wabi-sabi, it's basically kind of an austere, simple elegance that is imperfect. Imperfect is a good word for it. But then when I think of wooden spoons, to say a wooden spoon is wabi-sabi, that's kind of like saying a wooden spoon is a wooden spoon. Um, all wooden spoons are imperfect. They're not as good as a metal spoon. So if you compare a wooden spoon to a metal spoon, the wooden spoon is always going to be imperfect, no matter how you make it. So today, I think, well, using the wabi-sabi for making spoons is, uh, I have to go further than that. And I'm not 100% sure what that is right now. Um, but I have an idea that maybe the imperfect spoon is completely not functional. I do enjoy the thought of a spoon as a symbol. I find it more interesting than a spoon as a functional item. That idea didn't really come from me. That came from um, an artist, Tom Rudd, who recently passed away. He graduated from uh, Siena Heights University in the small town where I grew up in southern Michigan. And I attended one of his lectures a while back and Believe it or not, he made spoons that were monumentally sized. He was a sculptor. So he carved gigantic spoons, spoons into sandstone and concrete and giant public pieces of art. Uh, that is kind of what I'm talking about is he went the distance for creating a symbol that was completely not functional. And I think that's going to be my goal for uh, for myself. I still want to make functional spoons, but I'm also going to start exploring uh, spoons as a symbol and kind of leave the functionality of it behind.
So wish me luck. Uh, I probably have a lot more to say about the TED Talk, but I think I'll leave it at that. It's kind of uh, getting a little late in the morning and I need to get started, get out and get to work. So enjoy your day. Thanks for listening.